Hey, Matt. Hey, Brendo. What's going on? I just got some cool comics. Get the I'm fuck out of here. You're reading them right now while you're talking to me? Oh, yeah. I love you're, reading you're comics. A, you're talking. a multitasker, Brendo. That's what I do. What comics did you get, dude? I got the Scott Pilgrim box set. No way. You love Scott Pilgrim. I do. Ugh, you always talk about that Scott Pilgrim, man. He's my boy. You, you and Scott Pilgrim are homies, right? Yeah. You're down for the pound, man. Yeah. You and Scott, you go way back. Yeah, we're fighting those people. You're fighting his evil exes with him. Yes. You're like, you need some help fighting your evil exes. I'm down, man. I'm a fucking team player. Use me as a shield. That's what he does. That's our tactic. He just grabs you by the fucking back flaps and he's like, no one can get through me. I got a Brendo shield. So that's <laughs> how you fucking, that's how you do your research, man. You read some Scott Pilgrim comics? Yes. What else, what other comics you got? Um, well, I, I've been reading, um, the new Spike comic from Brian Lynch. Spike, man, like fucking Snoopy's hippie cousin? No, that'd be cool. Oh, he should have his own comic book. Work on it, man. That'd be cool. But no, call Spike. Charles Schultz. Spike the vampire. Call Charles M. Schultz. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll call him up. He's, 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 he's in heaven. Wait, what? Charles Schultz. What are you talking about? He's dead. When did this happen? Several years ago. Are you being serious? Ten years ago. Oh, commercial over. I gotta... What? This really happened? He died a long time ago. <sighs> um, Golden Apple Comics is a good comic book store. Um, they have comics. I'm sorry, I'm kind of, my world is shook. No! I'm just kidding. Ooh, I got you, <laughs> folks. You were scared for a second. Where did you get these fine comics, Brendo? At Golden Spike. Apple Comics. And Golden Apple Comics, yes, folks, Golden Apple Comics, serving Hollywood and the surrounding areas for over 35 years and now serving you on the internet check out goldenapplecomics.com for all your comic book needs and they've, statues and statues they've got japanese statues. shirts they've got japanese do they really can we sh- i don't have, know if we should claim that they, have, they have like japanese, japanese green lantern shirts all right they've got a japanese green lantern shirt they've got trade paperbacks they've got uh action figures they have got minibus they've got everything you need at a price ready to move Ladies and gentlemen, so head on over to goldenapplecomics.com. Give them your hard-earned ducats or your ill-got gains. You know what I mean? I got folks? lots of those ill-got gains. Oh, Brendo, all his gains are ill-gotten, Brendo. He'd just be robbing people and shit. He's like, give me your money. I need to buy some stuff at Golden Apple Comics. Yes. We don't condone that, but we do condone Golden Apple Comics. Check them out. I am a green Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Matt Cohen and Brendan Creasy, Bagged and Boarded. Oh, thank you for that uh, lovely welcome. I'm Matt Cohen. Oh, DJ D-Rock, I'll fucking cut your finger off. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Brendan Creasy. Welcome to Bag and Borden. And I would not really cut your finger off, Derek. I appreciate your input into the show. Thank you. No All worries. right, DJ D-Rock. DJ D-Rock in the booth. Folks, welcome to Bag and Borden. We are here, uh, we are here in kind of a special occasion. Here, here's the deal with tonight, folks. Um, we are here live at the Smod Castle in, in sunny California. Like sunny. you hear about in the movies. 
Yeah. The, like the place where uh, Suzanne Summers is from and all that. I just the, saw her. That Cal. I mean, she's everywhere. She's all over the place. Like you can't go a day without seeing Suzanne Summers or Todd Bridges. Yeah. You go to Whole Foods. You go to fucking, I don't know if you go to Trader Joe's, any of the food places. Suzanne Summers and Todd Bridges are just like walking endless loops around the vegetable aisle. Like That's it's what their, they do. It's their plight in life. Like they're the wandering Jews and shit. And like they've been damned by Perseus or something. I just made up a random God sounding name. And they have to just like stroll back and forth the produce aisle of Trader Joe just looking sad. So that's what Hollywood's like. Oh, we're here at the Smog Castle. Tonight was a very cool night. I'm sure you folks have uh probably already heard it, but but uh Kevin Smith uh sat down with, with Mr. Edgar Wright for a really cool interview and they talked uh as everyone wanted for uh a fucking awesome amount of time like they, it was it's yeah. an amazing interview if you haven't heard it over at Smoothie Smasters but because of that uh bag and boarded ran a little late tonight so right now it is uh 1 a.m. and we are we are proud to have three people still hanging out with us in the audience tonight it's not our usual 22,000 but guys. but thanks guys give it up for yourself yeah they're like fuck you let me go home you jewish I'm, asshole yeah they didn't want to say the Jewish part because, like, it's Hanukkah and stuff, and that's I feel like that's wrong. How's your How's your Hanukkah? They were thinking going, it non-existent. No, we didn't get more gifts. I got gifts. What did What'd you get? What did I get for Hanukkah? I don't even remember. I got uh wow. I got uh, and that's not to say I'm not grateful. <laughs> oh, uh, I got a beard trimmer. I'm not even lying about these gifts. I got a new fucking electric beard trimmer. Yeah, which I used tonight. I don't know if Looking you noticed. Good there. Thank you, Brendo. Um, I was starting to look Amish slash very Jewish. Well, the, 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 when I shave, it's always uh, when I go to the bagel place and some old lady's like, excuse me, do you know if they keep the candles for shul? And I'm like, I'm wearing a fucking MC Chris t-shirt. What makes me look orthodox? And I look around and every motherfucker in there's got a beard less thick than mine. Yeah. So I realize it's time, it's time to give it a shave. Unless people, I want people to start calling me Rabbi Cohen. <laughs> it's got a nice ring to it. You know what totally. I mean? Um. I got a beard trimmer. I got a a really cool necklace. Uh, it's a fucking my <laughs> my mom. My parents are cool. It's a uh, Mar. It's a Marlboro cigarette butt that someone cast in silver. Wow. So it's like a burnt out cigarette butt, and there's still like ashes kind of engraved in silver falling off of it. So it's a cigarette butt around the chain. That's awesome. And I got I don't even I don't know. My, um, uh, my brother got me Simpson shot glasses. Nice. From Moe's Tavern. Because you drink all the time. All the time. I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I do do shot glasses quite often, Brenda. For what? Chocolate milk. Awesome. I find it delicious, and I make my own movie. Like, you got to... We'll pull back the curtain here. It's late night. This is a, it'll be a revealing episode. Um, 90% of my day is spent pretending there are cameras on me, like in some ongoing movie. Yeah, that totally... I totally buy that. But that's not my life. That's like I'm a fictional character in this movie. So yeah. I, Okay. So a lot of times um, I do things over and over again for the cameras. And like yeah. when I drink chocolate milk, I take shots of chocolate milk and try to make it look as badass as possible and do it in like one gulp and slam it down and say some line that is in the script in my head that doesn't exist at that current moment. Yeah. This makes sense, that right? Makes sense. I've always thought of like my life, like a TV show, but all I think about you go are, like, TV show, I go movie. That's I funny. just think about like the ever changing credit sequence because it'd be like anytime there's new people, they'd get their own little like I'm nine hundred two and zero, and it's like Shannon Doherty, and they're like just looking at the camera. So like all the people that come in when and out I meet like life. a new guy, it'd be like Matt Cohen, and it'd be like a glamour shot of you like just looking at the camera. That's funny. like Derek Armijo. I feel like you've got a much friendlier. uh uh Entertainment version of yourself. Whereas my movie, it's just like the when like the movie's going on right now, but the cameras are are 
there's no coverage of you, I hate to tell you. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, a, it's more of a, a documentary, if you will, said in the Canadian way, I guess. Yeah. Or some fucking weird way, documentary. Yeah. Who says that? Um, weird people. You? Me, sometimes. I guess I did tonight. Um, but now, man, I got, I do, I do, I do shots of chocolate milk sometimes. You know, know. Or Coca Cola, whatever, whatever I'm feeling in the moment, whatever my character needs. You know, if you're feeling crazy, my my friend Anthony clued me in this week to adult chocolate milk. Adult chocolate milk. What does that got? Forty proof chocolate milk. Now, that sounds amazing. If I drank, you inconsiderate asshole. You like you're supposed to be my best friend. You drink sometimes. Never. I got drunk with you once. I've known you for like it was seven years. I've known you for like ever. seven years and I was faking it. Oh, you're so old. Because everyone, all these other geeks were drunk. What did I have? Two fucking drinks? I don't know, but it was really funny because we literally sat at a bar. We were at Comic-Con in the Hyatt bar where like if you've been to Comic-Con in San Diego, that's like the hive of, of geek fucking activity. It's like a million people getting drunk. No one's getting laid. It's awesome. <laughs> um, and Brendo got drunk and I was like fucking... I don't know what I was. I had, I did have two drinks, which I have was a funny like picture of a good friend. amount for me at the time, and it just turned eventually. Like I don't know what would how it started. I don't know how we were. This is the biggest geek thing. I, I don't know how it started, but it ended off with like people like looking at us weird because me and Brenda were fucking screaming at each other because we were doing Lord of the Rings trivia. Yeah, and I'd be like, who <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> we were like trying to out nerd each other. Like, what is the name of the spider? You didn't know Denethor's name. I, oh. I, was, I was a little. You like didn't I know said, fucking Denethor. I, I gave did it not, to him. He man. stumped me on Denethor. I broke a bottle and fucking smashed what him over the I head. I don't with remember it. what I stumped you on, but we stumped each it other. It was Gandalf's name. Elvish name. Oh yeah, that's right. Which I still don't know. Mithrandir. I feel like that's the name of a sword or a horse. I don't All know. Right. There's a lot of words in that book. But I, that's I, what we were doing at two in the morning at the Hyatt Bar. And now look, cut to two years later, and, and we there are. are a lot less people around, and we're sober. I know. But at least we're kind of not getting paid for it. No, we're getting paid in in a million ways. The, the smiles I see, guys, like for everyone who can't, who's not here right now, who couldn't be here. The three people in the audience right now, they are smiling. One has their shirt off. I'm not going to say if it's a guy or a gal, but, uh, it's, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun time on Bag to Boarded here tonight. And we got a, we got a cool, uh, guest coming up a little bit later, but just as a preview, um, Brendo. Yes. Have you ever, uh, taken a naked photograph of yourself ever? No. What? No. What do you mean? I mean, no. Like flat, you've never taken a picture of your dick before. I'm not saying have you sent out pictures of no. your dick. No. Really? Cause it sounds like you have. I mean, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a dick texter. Wow. That's like one of my opening forays is to text a picture of my dick. And I have like good ones saved on my phone that like, oh you know what God. I mean? I'm not joking, but, um, I feel like I should go with my best attributes. It's like, you don't have to worry about anything above the fucking waist. Here you go. Uh, this guy is annoying. That guy, you don't talk. Um, so yeah, I I am a self-confessed uh yeah, like I send I I've sent naked pictures in in a in a flirting kind of situation. You've never done anything like that? Nope. Why are you looking at me all judgy and shit? I'm not looking at you judgy. I just I I don't You've never been curious if your dick you would is, think that I would do that cuz like I don't know that's not my purpose. I'm not that I don't person. know how you, I didn't think you were gay until fucking 2 months ago, buddy. Okay. Who who knows what you fucking get down with? Um, not, not sending naked pictures. I mean, no. no. Now that you're gay, you're not either. Like that's is that totally? You would never do that in a million years. It's not like you're famous. Like, what are you fucking worried about? It's just not something. 
I have a desire to do. What's, okay, let's like, like, let's let's get deep tonight, man. We I haven't Jesse hasn't been around, so we haven't gotten like fucking like metaphor like not metaphorical. I'm I'm tired. Uh, like real, we haven't waxed philosophical. We haven't waxed philosophical in a while, if you will. Mm-hmm. What is it about the act of sending nude pictures of yourself that that you're not into at all? Well, I mean, for one thing, though. Those things could end up anywhere. But wh- what I just said is, who the fuck knows who you are? So it's just some I random. I want dudes. lots of random people seeing me naked. If they don't know who you are, yeah. Well, how does it? What does it even matter? And you don't send an entire. I don't have a fucking film crew and a jib. It's just a picture of my dick. Wow, that sounded really angry with no audience here laughing. <laughs> that was fucked up. I got to be careful with that shit. You know what? I, uh, you know what I mean? It's not. It's not like um. Wh- I, I think it's something else, and I'm not like harping. I'm not beating on you or anything. I'm just talking fucking like in a, in a, in a deepish manner. Mm-hmm. Why you keep checking your phone for? Well, I have something that we need to talk about, but I guess we can hold off. Yeah, yeah. Let's hold I off just want to make sure I have it. You're distracting me. I feel I'm like sorry. you're looking at pictures of your dick right no, now on your I'm phone, not. and like you're lying to me the whole time, and you're just I'm... like, oh, if only he knew. Um, what? Do you, so, but, but you know what I mean? Like, I I can understand Ben Affleck don't want to send pictures of his dick on the internet because or whatever because yeah. that will get out. But for for a non and I'm this isn't you amusing you as a uh, symbol well, for you all. Know, there's all kinds all of scenarios. People. You know, what if that person gets mad at you and then sends it to all their friends, or what if they put it on a Facebook? Or, Are you embarrassed of your dick? Not particularly. It so is, what do you care if people see your dick? It's almost like free advertising. That's the way I think of it. Like, please let pictures of my dick get out there. Uh, proud of that shit. I'm Jewish, man. No, I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean. You you don't you don't think there's anything. It's almost flattering in a way of people looking at your dick, like random no. strangers on the internet seeing you naked. No, man, you ain't no freak. You ain't no kind of freak, Brendan Crazy. No. You're like white bread and shit. Yeah, vanilla. And I'm like, so ch- we're like so chubby okay, hubby. So- one scoop of chubby hubby. One scoop of like the the dryers limited edition eggnog. With like Ooh. Tabasco on top. No. <laughs> I had an eggnog shake today at Jack in the Box. It was delicious. Oh, if there was an audience here, they'd be crying right now. Uh, but, no, I, I like So, okay. Movie. So how soon after you meet her, let's say you meet a lady, you know, and how soon, once you get her number, it's not, I don't ever do it. It's never like a fucking sneak attack. Like, here's my dick. There's always something sexual usually. So you're like talking sexy. Yes. And then all of a sudden just like dick. Yeah. Like and how, that. and they react well to that? No, and that's the thing. I, even, and that's Maybe nothing, that's like... Has nothing to do with my dick. Like, I had an ex-girlfriend. I dated this chick for like two years, and my big move was to like, pull out my dick randomly in the hopes the that... The whole she, look at it thing? In the, in the look at it thing, in the hopes that like, she would get some kind of like, retard sex fucking crazed and jump on it, because that's how I feel around vagina. Apparently, and, and early in the relationship, she was like, honestly, dude, no chick is turned on by like, a disembodied fucking penis. I think that's true. Whereas, like, I fuck a disembodied vagina in a flashlight. It's wonderful. I think guys just work differently. (laughs) You know what I mean? Meanwhile, like, dildos are disembodied penises, ladies. Ooh, I should have fucking, three years later, I should call her on that if I spoke to her or knew her number. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I don't know, man. So you've never, you've never entertained the thought of getting into porno? Um, well, I thought about what it would be like. What would, okay, so what would, what would your porno be like? It would just be like, I don't know. Um, now is there a guy instead of a girl? Like, is it the same exact scenario and you just switch the sex? I guess. So what was the old scenario? I didn't really have a scenario. It would just be like... You're so fucking boring, dude. I am. 
You're like, just get on top of me, I guess. And well, it would have to be that. <laughs> roll a 20-sided die. And it would we'll have to be out. that kind of situation because, like, I don't want to kill somebody. You can go mish, dude. There, um, there are ways to not, like, you can maneuver it. We, this doesn't need to be the sex show. We can do that afterwards and not record it, if you like, and dim the lights <laughs> a little bit. But, uh, no, man, I mean, I, I, I think, um, so, like, you're, what's your, what's your sexual fantasy? Right As now? It, yeah, right now. Boom, right now, man. <laughs> like Robin Williams dressed as the genie pops in here and he's like, oh, oh, I want to, uh, <laughs> want to grant your wishes. Oh, mommy, grant his wishes. Okay, shut up, damn it. You know, like he does all his it fucking It probably voices. involve, um, Eric from True Blood. Is he a vampire? Yeah. Really? Totally. Oh, okay. Except it would be like that scene mm. in True Blood, except he wouldn't stake me afterwards. Oh, Derek's got the music going. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So wait, what's happening? So you, you, let's say you're you're in Bonton. You're yeah, in, you're in Louisiana, right? Yeah. And you're just hanging out at Merlot's. So you're new in town. Yeah, haven't been here no, before. I'll be hanging out at Fantasia. You're at, oh, even better. Yeah, yeah. Even, yeah. bring that darker. You're at Fantasia. You're at a vampire bar. Oh yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. And you walk in, and and, you're there, and they're like, "Is this your first time here?" What do you say? I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm new to town." And you walk in the bar, man, and you look, and in the back, there's this blonde. Norse looking thing of a man sitting on a throne and all of a sudden the crowd parts and he points to you yeah you walk on over what do you do I said I would say hey what's up cut the fucking music I just painted you like the sexiest fucking scenario in the world and I put you like in direct fucking line with like Eric fucking Northman's penis and I'm like what do you say and you're like hey I guess have you seen I guess um uh is that really what your move is, man? I don't have. You'd be a like, move. "Fucking bite me, vampire! Take okay. this shit!" I'll do that. I'm not gonna be there to help you. This isn't fucking Roxanne or whatever, man. I'm not Steve Martin. Okay, I'm not be gonna like, be there to coach you through this. I don't know, dude. He's moved on to the next fucking fresh piece of meat. You know what I mean? You're you're a dime a dozen in Fantasia, Brendo. You had one chance, and I haven't seen a bear and on down there. Maybe he's into that. They kill him immediately. As soon as they walk in the door, they just fucking rip their throats out. Bear! But he's, he makes an exception for you, man. Yeah. You got no move? What would my move be? What if, what if, what, fuck, fuck that. What if Alexander Skarsgård is listening to this show right now? And he, and like, he had his fucking dick out and he was working that shit and he was about to bust and then you were like, hey, his dick shriveled up inside and his fangs fucking retracted. Don't you feel bad about that? What if Skarsgård... Give your pitch right now. Wait, you, Skarsgård has fangs? He's a vampire. Are you a vampire in this scenario? He just said Skarsgård. So oh, excuse me, Eric Norton. Do you want to have sex with a fictional character or the guy who plays him? Either one. <laughs> oh, boy. So let's say he's listening right now, man. Make your appeal. Be like... Uh, don't talk to me. Talk to fucking Alexander Skarsgård or Eric Northman, man. Go for it. Brando, this is your time. <laughs> Hey Alexander, we I could show you a good time. I would take you to dinner and and then we'd go hang out at my place and um I have we'd have a I have a bonfire a fire pit and we could have a bonfire and drink some wine and you know maybe dance a little and then come up to my room and I would not have any of my nerdy shit in there and um and then we would see where it goes from there 
Uh-oh, I think Alexander Skarsgård's at the front door. Dude, that was fucking... See, you got it in you, man. You want to hear my pitch? I just show him a picture of my dick. Boom. Everything you just said with that, I do it with a fucking look. Um, but no, I'm just... Dude, that was awesome, man. Who knows? Who, would that be weird? If oh, that would be so great if you guys were like an item, and then me and Brendo, me and Derek could talk about it on our new show Popsicles, which is premiering this Saturday. All like right. if in Us Weekly it was pictures of you and Skarsgård at like Kate Spade picking out bags or some shit. You know what I mean? That'd be pretty awesome. They're like they're they're just like us, and it's used to a Cold Stone like sharing a <laughs> fucking milkshake or whatever. Oh, that would be the greatest. One of those fatty Cold Stone milkshakes. Oh, that'd be the greatest. But but he he see. Trying to fatten him up, aren't you? Look, you're already changing him. See, no, you're so controlling. Alexander, you need a different kind of guy. Brendo just wants to mold you into his own. No. Can't you just let him be himself? He can do whatever he wants. To you? Sure. Really? Yeah. Including body modification? No. That's a question no one ever asked. People are like, would you let him shit on you? Would you fucking take anal? Would you let him cut your finger off? No. Really? Yeah. Okay. I guess... That's All right. kind of fucked up. What if that's his thing, though? Like, that's the Definitely no. And the reason, like, you don't know who he dates is because they're all dead and shit. Yikes. And, like, they get away with that in Denmark or wherever the fuck he's from. You know what no, I mean? Like, they don't you. prosecute that because Stellan's such a star. That's like Gerard Depardieu is a famous um, pedophile, but they don't care. It's France. They love him there. Yeah. I stole that from, I stole that from Andy Daly, I think. <laughs> Not the exact joke, but he does this whole. Um, so, so you and Skarsgård, huh? Yeah. You know, my current, uh, Dream babies. I don't know who is it this week. I, I have no fucking clue. Give me like five minutes. Dumped Jessica. I'll look, I'll look online or something. You found shit. out she was engaged. Who? Jessica what? the vampire. It was Jessica. The, for very long, it was Zooey Deschanel. Yeah. And then like I heard the She and Him album, and I was like, oh, she's speaking to me. Yeah. And then she married some dude who like is as geeky as I am, and I'm just like, you son of a bitch, broke my heart. Now I don't even want to see her in movies and shit. I'm like, bring on Emily Deschanel. I'm, She's on bones. Really? Yeah. Are you into Boreanis? You got a thing for oh, vampires, yeah. dude. Boreanis, oh my god. Look at you. You should have got the fucking vampire fleshlight from Malcolm, not Muse. Yeah. You would have done some damage to that thing. Probably. I don't even want to think about it. Maybe I do. Derek, hit that music. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um. Uh, speaking of vampires, there's a True Blood comic coming out very soon. Yeah, they just announced today, actually, McMillan co-writing it. Really? Yeah. Michael McMillan, who's been on this show before, uh, to promote his book Lucid, is, is working on a True Blood comic with, I believe, it's, it's Mark Andreco, is it? Yeah. That'll be cool, man. Uh, have you, what have you been doing geek-wise lately? What have I been doing? Um, I've been playing Dungeons & Dragons with the Black Box crew. Nice. And I recently started playing World of Warcraft again. Nice. Was that, what was your whole fucking tweet thing? Is that a World of Warcraft oh, thing? Oh, I had a, I had a little thing with, all I the, saw, like, here's from my perspective. It was Brendo like, something about something called cataclysm. This will not stand. I was just mad because Amazon advertised. Is that a World least, of Warcraft thing though? Yeah, it's oh, okay. a new expansion. And it came out on Tuesday. And Amazon advertised release date delivery. If they hadn't advertised that, this wouldn't be an issue, but I did not get it on the release date, and I wanted to know why. And by now, you're like, fucking, you're, you'll, you'll never be able to level up, because with those games, don't you gotta play for like 45 hours a day comes out, otherwise everyone's higher than you. And it's they fine, I'm already way behind. Because they kill I missed... you automatically, like you spawn no. and they're like headshot. No, there's different zones, and, and I'm already 10 levels behind because I missed an expansion. I've been out of the game for two years. Right on, man. You thought it was so, time to get back in? Yeah, because this new expansion came out, and some of my friends at work play, and it just, Seemed like a fun little thing to do in my little downtime. You're a big 
fan of uh, 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 Blizzard, aren't you? Yeah. The company that makes World of Warcraft. Give yeah. him a little shout out. Gay Blizzard, I would really like you to send me free things. Okay, or right on. That was that was that was not the quite quite the tact I would have went with, but uh, it, it, never mind. Um, what have I been doing, man? I uh, I've been working a lot. No, I've been fucking. I've I been got, working a lot too. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to have a fucking sword fight about it? Uh-huh. I meant that's a penis reference. But you're apparently not cool <laughs> you, you with that. So. No, I don't want to touch it. dicks. I'm on. I, I take that saying? back. I take that back really quickly. Um, what have I been doing this week? I have been watching here. Okay, here's a real weird fucking thing. Anyone here watch the History Channel? They um apparently suck now. Uh, they're like when I like five years ago maybe they were the best fucking sh- before National Geographic existed and before like Discovery Science and all these other offshoots. There was Discovery Channel and History Channel, and Discovery Channel always shows like car shit, which I'm not fucking into. So the History Channel was my go-to. Apparently now the first sign of the downfall, and this is the we just went from geeky to nerdy, but that's cool. There's a guy named Zahi Hawass who does all the Egyptology shows on every network. He's like mm-hmm. the head of um archaeology for the Egyptian government or whatever. He did like the whole thing on Fox when they went in that tomb and shit. He's the guy. They launched a new uh show for him. Derek's sleeping up in the boot there. He doesn't he's <laughs> he's like talk about Scott Pilgrim or fucking community. Or something else relevant and new with an that'll Why is community always your go to? I don't know. I feel like you so guys funny. love that show. It's it funny is, too. It's awesome. But funny is I like Last it too. This episode just, yeah, yeah. was incredible. All right, calm down. I was going on a rant. Um okay. so there's, there's there, there was this show with Zahi Huas where it was like I forget what it was called, Mummies Unveiled, and it was supposed to be a reality show. So I sit down to watch it and it's like Zahi and his three assistants and they're at this tomb and I'm like this is really fucking well shot for like a History Channel mm-hmm. documentary. And then someone talked and they were like, Dr. Hawass, I think the tomb is that way. Um, but I'm afraid to move the boulders. And I was like, motherfucker, this is scripted. And I got immediately online and it was a billion different message boards being like, this is a fucking travesty. Like who puts on a scripted fucking history show about mummies? Well, this is comic relevant. Brad Meltzer. Who single-handedly got me back into comic books with yeah. Identity Crisis? He's um he's a comic book writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's written a bunch of novels, Book of Lies. He's really, really good. He's into conspiracy shit. They launched a new show on History Channel this week called Brad Meltzer Decoded, where it's it's a conspiracy theory show. It's the single worst thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. And if this ever stops from having Brad Meltzer as a guest, I'm sorry, but homie, is it worse than that Jesse Ventura conspiracy? That show, show is brilliant. Okay, this show is this. It starts off with Brad Meltzer in front of the cap. He's not in the show. He just does three bumps throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I saw an episode about um, the cornerstone of the White House. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the right word? The cornerstone. The first thing they lay down when they start the building. Or- Whatever, the cornerstone, I believe it is. And Brad Meltzer was like, no one's seen the cornerstone of the White House in 200 years. Sounds like a conspiracy to me. We're going to get to the bottom of it. And then it cuts to these three people in a Porsche Cayenne who are like, apparently the stonemasons hit it there. And like, I didn't think it was fake. And then they get to the first meeting and it says like, White House historian. And the guy is like, um, the guy mentions he's a mason. And then he goes, well, you know, there is a... A rumor going around that someone took the stone, and the, and the lady interviewer goes, "Who do, who could have done that?" He goes, "Well, I don't want to say, but she goes the Masons." He goes, "Look, lady, I didn't say a word." And the two documentary <laughs> people look at each other and go, <gasps> and it cuts to a commercial. 
Oh my god. And the commercial god. is for a Porsche Cayenne that if you decode the letters in the episode, you could win a fucking Porsche. And then it comes back ridiculous. to Brad Meltzer being like, all right, so now we know the Masons are involved. We're going to head to the Masonic Lodge where no one's ever been before and go undercover. And then it's like, they go to the Masonic Lodge and they're like, we're the first investigative journalist to ever been here. And I read a lot of message boards on it. If you rewack and watch the episode, there's a sign that says tour start at 4.30 p.m. <laughs> so they're lying about that. And here's, let's skip to the end. The fucking, here's the end of the mystery. The cornerstone was exactly where they put it 200 years ago and it was never moved or anything. And Brad Meltzer was like, but that's the real mystery. By telling people it was moved, they preserved it in its real space. So maybe we should just keep this legend alive. That makes no sense at all. Yeah, it was awesome. We bad, man. I should, and then there's a new American Top Gear, which is on the same channel, which is also the worst fucking thing I've ever... Have you seen... You watch Top Gear? Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome, right? Yeah. I don't even like cars. And that's, Me either. That's and the best fucking show in yeah. the world. It's the most amazingly produced television show. It's got to have like a $10 million per episode budget. It's, they're better than Michael fucking Bay movies. It's like helicopter shots of cars driving down the Alps and shit. Yeah. And then they cut in a shot of Jeremy Clarkson like he's really driving it. Um, the American one is just is just bad, man. Yeah. It's just not good. I remember when Adam Carolla was going to do it back in the day and it didn't happen. It's another comedian. It's uh, some guy I don't know and some other guy I don't know and some guy who looks like fucking Marty McFly. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, And they don't even attempt to be uh, witty or charming or anything. It's just like... Just a weird kind of fucking car show. I don't know. It just it didn't do anything for me, man. But but uh, that's it. And I've been I've been reading comic books again and, uh, and all that stuff and playing video games. Epic Mickey sucks. I think we talked about that, right? I'm so disappointed. I don't think I did you. I don't think I talked about it. On the I haven't podcast. played it yet because I'm scared. Oh, wait, did we? I think we did. Oh, uh, did we? It's it's the most disappointing fucking game of all time. Like it took me four days to beat the last level because I was just like, look if. If you're going to spend five years making a game, make fucking camera controls did you hear, so I can see. Oh, my God. Did you read Cox Spectre's sucking. interview about the camera? No. Well, He's I, blaming it on us. He's like, you're not playing the game right. Because we're not pressing the C button to center yeah. it every five seconds. He says, you need seconds. to know to play how to play the game Someone right. Someone find where that man lives. Yeah, it was very insulting. Like, kind of pulled a Tony Hawk when Tony Hawk skateboard when game. When the ride game like, came out. And it was selling horribly. He's like... They just don't know how to play it or like something, some stupid thing. It's like, no, your game sucks, dude. But Spectre's like, no, they're just not playing it right. This isn't a normal platform game. He came up with the craziest excuse that ever. Like, and towards the end there, and I kept rechecking my batteries because the controls devolved to a point where like, I couldn't affect anything on the fucking screen. It was really, really frustrating. Brendo, you keep looking at your phone. I'm sorry. Like a fucking bomb is gonna go off. What would you like to say? Well, I got an email from you from, and it was, <laughs> it was to remind you to mention this on the you're show. You're not supposed to say that, man. Just give, oh. You're supposed to make it like, I remember it out of oh, the well. kindness of my heart. Give me your phone so I can read the email. Okay. <laughs> so I can pretend I did it. Um, we're joking about that, but folks, every once in a while we get a special request and we've got two uh, really big fans who just found out, uh, they're having another baby. So we'd like, we'd love to give them a huge shout out. So a very big shout out to Paul and Kim Sarver, uh, on, on, on their, on their, uh, newborn child. Congratulations. Because of this, you now have to name it. There See? you go. Or, you have to name it Matt Cohen, Brendo Man, uh, Sarver. Matt, Brendo Man Sarver. No, no, no. Matt Cohen, Brendo, Brendo Man Sarver. Okay. 
And so it's money. That's, that's part of the deal. You always got to say the Cohen because it's a brand, it's a name yeah. brand repetition thing. Okay, so that's part of the deal. Like when Paul. there was a chick I liked in high school, I would always talk. You, the whole point is to repeat your name as many times in one conversation as possible. That way, when they leave, the only thing they remember, it's like that fucking 1 800. You know what I mean? You remember that kind of shit. Matt Cohen flows, dude. Do you have like a song, a jingle? Yeah, it just goes, Matt Cohen, Matt Cohen, Matt Cohen, Matt Cohen. You know what I mean? I just fucking work it out. Uh, but that's some geek shit. Here to speak about some other geek shit, though. Uh, the holidays are coming up, Brendo. I'm excited. And, and that is a big gift-giving season. Christmas and I, time. I can't think of a better way uh, to reward your loved ones or punish those you hate. With, uh, like, only if they hate, like, fucking awesome shit. Like, if the guy's like, I'm allergic to fun. Will you fucking force fun down his throat and make him choke on that joy and shit? Yeah. Like I say, Brendo, rejoice or have joy thrust upon and you. We will thrust it upon we will, you. He will, apparently he'll fucking do it with we'll vampire fangs in and it. shit. All right. He'll be like, hey, I'm here to thrust joy in you. <laughs> um, but no, joining us. That's my pickup boy. <laughs> hey, like you roll over to a bear bar and they're like, hey, what's going on? You're like, hey, I'm here to thrust joy in you. And you're yeah. like, who's joy? <laughs> and you're like, why is John Waters here? Um, uh, but here to speak about, uh, some very cool holiday gifts is, is, uh, Ryan from Golden Apple Comics, who, as we all know, is our, uh, awesome sponsor and, and they have been servicing Hollywood for over 35 years. Not in that way, you perverts. Maybe in that way. I mean, I've only been around for a while. I lived in New York for a while, so I don't know how they get down. Um, uh, goldenapplecomics.com. Check them out for all your holiday gift needs. But here to speak about the most wanted holiday gifts that you can get at Golden Apple is Ryan. Folks, give it up. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Yeah. All right. What's up, sir? Hey, hey how are you What's guys? going on? Now, uh, our holiday is over like tomorrow, so this is offensive to me. Yeah. You've got one day to get Hanukkah gifts, fellow I'm, Jews. I'm, I'm kind of Johnny come lately. Yeah, yeah no, I'm kidding, man. I'm speaking to the masses. Okay. I, I mean, we're, there's like five of us left in this country anyways, and we're all in Hollywood in this theater right now. I mean, we know them all, so. <laughs> we kind of own shit. Yeah, we? yeah. So you brought some very cool stuff. Oh, I see Brendo's eyes just lit up already. I brought some cool shit. He brought some really cool stuff. And folks, this is like, honestly, because Christmas, I know all our, all the other stoner geeks out there, you're procrastinators like me and shit, but honestly, in the world of the internet, like I got gifts for people in my family this year for the first time because it's like I just have to fucking click something now there's no effort involved yeah I know and going to a store uh, like mine or any of the amazing shops around the country is really where you're going to get your hands on this stuff and you're going to get to see things and you get to talk to their staffs no totally so and this they're going to be yeah. able to recommend things if you like one thing you might like something else you might not know some of this shit exists I, I mean, I didn't know any of that shit existed until today, except for that one thing, because Brendo is incredibly excited about it. So, unbelievable. so let's we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah. So what do you got for us here today? So I mean, what, pretty, what is, what are your most recommended holiday gifts this season? Yeah, I mean, pretty much, you know, I wanted to just go over a couple things that are like, you know, what to get the geek in your life. And, you know, this year there's some awesome shit out there. There's some toys and some statues that are always going to be around. Uh, this year, there's a big uh, Billy Jean Michael Jackson deluxe. Look at that. Toy, That's badass. Right it's here. got the light pole. Does it have the light up floor and shit too? You know what? They 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 cheesed out. Oh, didn't, didn't I mean, let's out. pretend I didn't say that. Who would want a light up floor on a toy <laughs> right. anyway? Still, it has 37 points of articulation. It's pretty insane. You know, there are going to be some horrific spoofs coming on YouTube with that many points of articulation. <laughs> Which one of you guys is going to do the Michael Jackson uh, little? Woo-hoo. 
I guess I did it. Brando took it. You both, you nice, both got Brando. it. And I'll go with Shamone. Uh, we covered only, it all. I only brought a couple of them because a few of them are very large and mm-hmm. inexpensive, actually. One of the uh, aforementioned would be the 75 Years of DC Comics oh, from dude. Passion. That thing is crazy. Yeah. Neil Gaiman tweeted a picture of that. It's bigger than the coffee table it was sitting on. Yeah, it's it actually 16 nuts. pounds. Oh, my God. 16 pounds of comics? I've held it. It's like, I, well, you can't see me on radio, I want man, to go but there. it's like yay big. It's like humongous. It's, it's like, it's so it's hard to describe. It's the size of a coffee table. It's, it looks like a novelty book. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, an, it's like fucking two and a half feet high by like, or even bigger maybe. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. The retail on it's $200. It's called The Art of Modern Myth Making. It's by Paul Levitz, who ran DC Comics for years, and it's pretty much everything you ever wanted to know but it's it's not just a book it's got fold outs and extra things in it it's just it's the most insane it's the ultimate DC compendium ever 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 made and there's no way they can top this yeah another cool DC book they finally after I don't know what 20 years reprinted Superman versus Muhammad Ali yeah uh, one of the classic uh, racist comics of all time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. They're in a, a boxing, uh, but don't they don't? But don't they like become friends and have to fight someone else? I think it, it's pretty awesome. I'm sure. Yeah. And so this is in its uh, original format. Star Warriors. I like that. That's what it says on the top. Well, that's another cool one. So um, it, actually, so you can get in the original format. It was published in back in the day, and they just did a reprint. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah it's like kind of a over. What would that be, a hardcover prestige almost? Yeah, they actually call this a facsimile edition because the original kind of archival edition was this size well, exactly. It wasn't in hardcover. We've sold it, you know, many times over the original. I've and seen a bunch, bunch of the older random books like that were printed large. Like there, what was it, Superman uh, and the Quick Bunny or whatever, the Nestle Quick Rabbit. Yeah, they do a <laughs> lot of those funny ones back in the seventies. And they would print them in the, in this in this format. It was uh, in that, that larger kind of archive format. Right on. A uh, couple other things. Uh, you know, Darwin Cook has got the second of his series of the Richard Starks Parker series, where he completely you know, just kills it. And we've it's, talked it's about Darwin Cook. We love, we love yeah, Darwin, Darwin Cook on the Cook show. Darwin awesome. Cook's like my favorite dude. One of my favorite dudes going in the industry. He's such a throwback, like fucking, if the Rat Pack existed in comics, that dude would be at the head yeah, of it. Like he's the coolest human being and, ever. Him yeah. and Tim Sale and those guys are just so yeah. Absolutely. Clean. Tim Sale, yeah, yeah. The and art I mean, is so clean. No, and Darwin uh, Cook from the, you guys might know him from like uh, DC uh, New Frontier and he did uh, a run on the spirit and uh, it, it really, really good stuff. So check that out. I would say another uh, huge gift this year would be anything Walking Dead related. Yeah, right. Uh, the TV show is just <laughs> like a huge six hit. jobs for the writers. Yeah, yeah. but I'm bumped. That was a little too inside. Oh. Maybe we'll save it for popsicles, Derek. <laughs> and they got the weekly book now. Yeah, there's. A, is there a weekly Walking Dead? Well, they're book? reprinting the old the issues as a weekly book. Oh wow, very cool. Yeah, it's a really really good concept to kind of get new readers into it who are watching the show. There are compendiums, there's hardcovers, yeah. t-shirts. There's a lot of swag out there for you this. We're the Walking Dead headquarters, right? Uh, we were the Walking Dead, dead quarters. quarters. Oh, excuse me, even better, right. right? I have the Walking Dead compendium because I I lo- I got like the first two trades and then I kind of missed out on some. So my friend for my birthday when you got me the compendium and it's the first 50 issues and it's just a great way to get right no, into totally it and it's a great book yeah. and they have the hard covers now the really nice ones yeah but the compendium is definitely the way to just sort of get your yeah. first you know get drowned in fucking walking dead just squirt that shit all over your face let that walking <laughs> dead drip down your chin 
Um, I would say uh, there, there are some really cool Marvel Tokidoki items. If yeah. you don't know what Tokidoki is, they actually got the Marvel license, and they've done some insane this shirts. Is, this is their second uh, wave, actually, because yeah. the last one, I got all the last ones last year. They're like, uh, you might have even seen me, if you go on my Facebook page, I'm sure I'm wearing them in every fucking picture. They're like little cutesy, there's a Wolverine with like a hot dog on the end of his fucking claws. Yeah. And there's like a little Hulk or whatever. Yeah. And have, they actually put them all into a skate deck, which is dope. They did. Have, my one, and this is my weird to even complain right now, but my one complaint is they haven't done any vinyls. And I remember going to the Tokidoki store and being like, why aren't you guys using this license to make toys? I know, like I it's, know. I would buy every single one of those fucking things. I would imagine it's down the pipeline. Yeah. Uh, and then the thing, or if it guys, wasn't, it is now. Right. The thing I you guys money. are salivating over over here. Oh my God. Going, this is literally. A box of Stay Puffed Marshmallows. Oh, my God, folks. Like, from Ghostbusters. Like, and not just your normal run-of-the-mill no. marshmallows. These are gourmet marshmallows that are infused with caffeine. They oh are my fucking God. caffeinated Stay Puffed Marshmallows, and, and everyone. And they're actually, and I'm afraid to say this as a retailer, but they're fucking expensive. Like, marshmallows cost you, like, a buck. Yeah. Right? I mean, but we they all don't have a little ghost guy on them. No, right. I mean, dude, that, that, but the thing is, you don't save the box. The box is the what box you're really paying the for. Money. The box yeah. is worth the, the money. You can put anything incredible. in this. Can you think of any uses for this box? I, I mean, uh, <laughs> anything? Uh, peanuts, shells, maybe. Or, uh, the greatest weed box of all time. Like, uh, stay puffed. Holy <laughs> shit, I just got that. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> like, stay puffed, man. Yeah. Do I have to explain these things? No, I get it now, but like, was that intent, is that intentional? Cause Ackroyd's such a stoner? Hmm. Jason Tungate, can you, can you confirm this? Wow. Pretty sweet, right? That's awesome. I, mean, I just, that just became my, just went from my favorite movie ever gift. to my favorite movie ever with and, weed and greatest, involved. You know, holiday gift ever. So everyone stay puffed with caffeine marshmallows and shit. And Hell they put yeah. the caffeine in there so you can stay puffed. You get it, guys? <laughs> now, I'd be remiss if circular. I didn't say that uh, Mr. Smith's new Batman hardcover totally. went on stands today. Totally. It's uh, beautiful, you're beautiful be book, this in a couple right? days, yeah, yeah. but this week, the uh, Widening Gyre hardcover. Well, they'll be hearing this on Saturday, so it ain't, right. it ain't so too this, far, yeah. This week, get out to your local retailer and get Batman Widening Gyre by a Kevin Smith. And Kevin wrote the outro for it. Yes. Which is, di- which is different than the use, right? Because you, right. you're doing intro, so there's, there's some cool things. If you guys haven't read Gyre yet, um, like I've it's said incredible. it, people are going to call foul on me and whatever, but honestly, it's, it's uh, my favorite thing Kevin's done in, in, uh, Red State's pretty fucking amazing, actually, but Batman's probably my favorite thing he's done in definitely the comic book medium. It, uh, the, the Gyre, excuse me. Uh, like he took that character and fucking boiled him down to everything I ever wanted to see in a Batman book. And then his take on Green Hornet, uh, which was his original script for the movie. Yeah, totally. Which they, they, they adapted. So that's his book. actual script for the Green Hornet flick, yeah, right? Yeah, they took it and adapted it into a comic book. Form. Dynamite, right? Yeah, yeah. And by Dynamite, and the the first hardcover's out, and the second one's coming soon. It's a great read. He loves it. He blogged. Totally. It I know. I dug that book too. And they, they they started off. If you guys haven't read it, should I spoil the first issue? Maybe that'll get people hooked. We we've been giving away the first totally. issue at every show. So come down. No, the g- come down to the smug house and get some free golden apple swag. But no, Kevin starts it off with um the original Green Hornet uh, kicking the bucket and his son kind of taking over the mantle. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool origin story. I definitely dig it. And the artwork is fantastic. Who does? Brendo, do you know? Because you just, you just the artwork it on it. I, I don't know who does interiors. Obviously, Alex Ross is killing absolutely. the covers. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex Ross, does he co-own Dynamite? Or he, uh, no. He, he just, just does a shitload of Dynamite stuff. He just does like stuff. every cover. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, think he's like, uh, the, you know, the, the, the head guy. He's like on the, the board somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he's he's on like uh, what do they call it stipend or something. Like you know, like they you, give him money. You just like give him money, and then like he just got to turn in work whenever right they, they say yeah. turn it in. So stay barf marshmallows for all for all the Ghostbusters yeah. geek out um, there. This is just like the tip of the iceberg. I mean, obviously, there's tons of great comic books, books. Statues, I mean, Fables toys. 100 came out today. Fables 100, is and it's like phenomenal. a beautiful. It's like a graphic novel. Yeah, it's. It, I, I thought it was the new Fable because I read them by trade. So I got. All, I was in Golden Apple today to pick out my weekly books, and I thought it was a. The new trade, and I was like, "Oh yes, new fables." And I was like, "This is one issue." No, it's issue one. It's amazing. Yeah, they even put out concurrently a poster of this unbelievable artwork that looks like uh, Candyland. Is it the guy who does the covers? Not James Jean. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Else did it? I believe. Very but cool, dude. I love that. It's book. like a Candyland yeah, yeah. kind of. No, that's uh, awesome. Esque thing. It's really hilarious. If you're a Scott Pilgrim fan, they came out with a box set of the six books, and it comes with a poster. Really? The precious little box set. Yeah, yeah. speaking of, speaking yes, of that right. Well. Yeah, yeah, totally. Go down and get some Scott Pilgrim yeah. stuff. Good call. I was, yeah, I just I got know. that, and I just got the, oh, the, 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 the Shepherd's Tale, the Firefly graphic novel, yeah. Shepherd Book Story. Look at you. It's, it's pretty new, cool. New Serenity, yeah. uh, new book. Serenity book. Brendo's up I was on just looking. Stuff. They have There's a, a new, recipe. New spike books coming out by my friend Brian oh, Lynch. Yeah. Tons of cool stuff. So, folks, check out Golden Apple if you're in the Hollywood area. If not, you could always go to goldenapple.com. Or any of your uh, any of your local purveyors, but fuck that. Go any to go, good go shop. to Golden Apple because a dude will keep getting me cool guests. Just go to shit. a good shop. Don't go to some little goofy geek shop where they treat you like shit. And don't, don't go to Midtown Comics. I will. I will be the dick to say that. I yeah, <laughs> just flat out. Go to Forbidden. If you're in a New Yorker, go check out Forbidden uh, Planet. Or Jim Hanley's Universe or Jim Hanley's Universe or even or even uh, Saint Mark's. Just don't. You don't need to go to Midtown. I went to Saint Mark's. I didn't say it. I did, and I don't give a shit. Uh, I love everybody. Ryan, thank you very much for coming down. They have a recipe for stay puffed, quick and easy baked cool. Alaska. Brendo's still going. No, that very yeah. cool, man. So, folks, you know you know where to get them. Uh, some very cool holiday items. Check out Golden Apple. Uh, buy all this shit for for the uh, the friend in your life. Speaking of cool guests that Ryan gets us, we've got we've got a, uh, a kind of an unusual thing going on back to border tonight, Brendo. Yeah, a lady, a lady. And I could make a gay joke here, but I'm I'm not I'm not that kind of guy. Okay. Thank you. Um, Actually, I think you are. I mean, no. Uh, uh, a gal by the name of uh, uh, May Victoria, who um, we'll so we'll talk about what her her prior career was, but uh, it was adult oriented, and now she has decided uh, that she would like to uh, put out a comic book, and yeah. she's got an awesome, awesome story and a really cool concept, and she's here to discuss it with us, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for May. May Victoria, welcome. Hey, hello. Hi, What's going on? Sorry to put you in front of all the random geek shit. It's okay, I can it's, handle it. Do you want some stay puffed marshmallows? You know, I, would I might have to have, pay. I, I might have to pay for them. I would huh? love to have one. Go for it. I'll, I'll buy a box for the all audience and the crew. They're caffeinated. Let's try that out. Uh-oh. Is that is that gonna mess you up? Caffeinated? I don't know. Let's see. It's like a party in here, guys. I can't open it. We'll go yeah. robo tripping. I think it's sealed. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. Here. Wait, I'll do it with a key. We're a little technical difficulties here tonight. There we go. Brendo, I call the box. Two sides. I call the box. Oh. Yeah. There we go. Look at this. All right. Help yourself, All right, I'm gonna try, everyone. I'm going to try a stay puff. She's going to try a, 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 a caffeinated stay puff marshmallow um, that I will be paying you for, Ryan. I'm joking, dude. Uh, I mean, I'm not joking. Yeah, I'm joking about paying. No, how is it? It tastes like a real marshmallow. Do you feel, do you feel like uh, Egon Spangler? We'll find out soon enough. Okay. Uh, it tastes like a real marshmallow. Are we gonna, it does. we're all gonna take our clothes off in a second here when the caffeine I'm gonna be up all night, you know? rushes through us. So thank you for being here tonight. 
Um, do you know many geeks? Um, a fair share. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that? Do you consider yourself geek friendly or a geek? Even would you say? I. You know what? I have I have a king for them. Really? Yeah. I do. No, on, honest to goodness, they're really top of the list. You know, like the geek that can get his, you know, freak on. Yeah, know? yeah, totally. Really. Unlike There's Brenda over here, we were hearing before. Sexy. No, yeah, oh, yeah. whatever. I'm yeah. not kidding you. The well, real good-looking guys, they're not as interesting. It's I unsuspecting, just, right? Yeah, yeah. I just didn't go for the ladies. <laughs> Very cool. But, but, um, so did you grow up like watching? Okay, were you ever into superheroes as a kid or anything like that, or like video games or any of that kind of stuff? I read a lot of Mad Magazines. Really? Yeah, there you really go. Derek up in the booth just got very excited. Uh, we always <laughs> talk about. So as you, as a child, like that was your big thing, Mad. It was, and I and I watched a lot of cartoons. Would of you course. do the folded and shit on yeah. the back of the cover? <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah. That was the move. Otherwise, it was fucking worthless. You could might as well be reading Cracked without the cover. Um, what kind of cartoons were you watching? Uh, gosh, what wasn't I? Let me think. Um. You're putting me on the spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brenda, you answer for her. What kind of cartoons was she watching? Uh, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Looney Tunes. Tom and Jerry. Jim. I was, you know what? I was a big... I, I like Tom and Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Brenda, it got, all got... They, were, they made a movie and they talked and Brenda, Brenda turned the that other way. ended it for me. He ended it for him. He was a big Tom and Jerry guy though. Uh, so you're into cartoons. Where'd you grow up actually now that we talk about it? I came of age in New York, but I'm Canadian. Came of age. That sounds yeah. so fucking like fancy and shit. <laughs> no, it is. It's like where I, I, I travel. You sound like you had a book on your head no, when you were doing it and I, like balancing. I, I moved back and forth, but I, I kind of think of myself as a New Yorker, but half of my life, Canada, half well, in New York. You don't embrace the Canadian. We're very Canadian friendly here at the Smod Castle. I don't know. We got the Oilers carpet and, and you know, Malcolm Inger's a bit Canadian. We're, we're fans of Canada. Um, uh, how long have you been in the, so you grew up in New York though? Um, yeah, half half Back my and life. forth. But I've been here. I've been in Los Angeles. <laughs> I back and forth again. I twelve for a good twelve years. I I really I consider myself a lifer here. I would like to consider myself a Los Angeles. Which is chef. which is I think rare because most people who even enjoy living here, like I'm gonna get out of this fucking cesspool one day. I, you know, I like it here. And I, I live in Hollywood it. for crying out loud, and it's you know it's like kind of crazy there. They got like podcasting like theater. You know, it goes with my lifestyle. Right on, yeah, yeah. Spe- speaking of your lifestyle, uh, maybe we should get right to that. Uh, you are an adult entertainer, or you were, or you currently are, or you know I'd like to, con- I'd like to um, tag myself as a professional degenerate. Okay, that works <laughs> too, and that's so <laughs> all. And covers everything. That's all encompassing. Yeah, you yes. could, you could like kill squirrels in your spare time, and that <laughs> that goes under that banner and shit. You know what I mean? You know, because I've done just about everything other than like walk the streets. Really. Right on. Let's go. Well, let's hey, let, let's start. Let's start going through it. So, I, I, um, uh, let, let's not beat around the bush. You, you are a, you've been involved in pornography in porno, right? In the last few years, or well, yeah, the economy. You know, I mean, you just can't. And really, you can't. You can't be just a under the radar working girl and you know make a killing. So you there were there was a time. So you were no so you were an escort in Hollywood, as it were. Or was yes, that, sir. Is that fair to say? Yes, it's totally fair. Okay, cool. So you were an escort in Hollywood, and and like, whereas I would assume, and I think everyone does, like that's an incredibly financially good business. If you, well, like, I mean, there's usually not a fucking slump in that. Am I wrong, or or did you really feel it with the recession? Like, well, the re- well the recession or the economy, as I like to call it. I don't like thinking of it as a recession. Everything changed. You just can't make you, every everyone everyone's changed. Everyone's doing something else. And, 
No, that's amazing. So I mean, you have to do porn, and you ha- and it raises your prices, and you're you're like on the radar, as they call it. No, totally. And well, that's the other thing. I have, I've I've um, Katie Morgan is a really good friend of mine, and though she's out of the industry, um, we we speak about porn a lot, and I think people would be surprised that even the biggest porn stars in the world, who they would assume are rich they and don't famous, admit it. they all they, work they all they're all escorting. Please. I mean, you can go to their Nobody websites, wants, yeah. their their agents and shit. Like, if, so you can basically uh, you can have sex with your favorite porn star nowadays, and and and, and with the ones that claim that they don't, they're all. F- who and they'll like kidding? fly to Police. you and shit. Like you could be yeah. at home jerking off to a porn and being like, "I like that chick," and then she's there next day. I don't fly. You don't fly, no. Not a fire. You drive. What if they put you on the Concorde, no, which I'm, doesn't exist anymore? But they got a time machine and then put you on the Concorde. No, I'm a redhead. I can afford to stay local. <laughs> right on. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so 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 they're rare, you know. So so when people so when people who think uh, the economy is in a slump, let's look from the top down. People think like, oh, fucking billionaires are losing their mansions and their jets, and then you know it's like, oh, retail stores are doing well. It goes, it's across the board. Like the the, uh, what I'm trying to think of words here that don't offend. No, go ahead. Go like ahead. The, I can handle it. Like the prostitution industry is in a fucking slump because of the economy. Oh, absolutely. It's That's well, the crazy. I never dreamed of doing porn. Really? I, I was. I would. I just. It just hit me. Well, I'm we like, actually talked about that before with Brenda. What do you? What do you think it is in, in certain people that makes them an exhibitionist or able to to put themselves out there like that and not care that everyone's viewing them like that? Kind of as pure and. I, I mean, it's weird to think about it because the day you were born, almost. You know what I mean? That's you at your least kind of guarded for most people. Well, at I least. know when you see these kids and you and you, they have like an like a personality that's outgoing. Um, you definitely definitely. They're outgoing people, but we've all been sexualized. I mean, I had a crazy childhood, but it wasn't that kind of childhood. But it was it was a little weird. No, no, no totally. And we've yeah, all yeah. we've all have our stories. So we 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 can we can do sex work because we can, if that makes any sense. Yeah, there's you no know? there's no mental block. There was never there was never a time where. And I mean, this is amazing that you're that you're open to talk about this. I think this is really fucking. Look, I'm 41 years old. Incredibly I'm, I'm compelling. Retired. Yeah. I'm perimenopausal. You know? <laughs> I'm ready to go back to Canada and live in a rainforest. And you know, just. I think you might have a problem with that. You know, the whole rainforest in are there rainforests <laughs> in Canada? A little bit. Really? Yes. Like Ferngully? Yes. Wow. I thought that was only in like the tropics and stuff. I gotta go to Canada more. Um, so how did, how did you first make the, uh, the decision to go into the sex work industry? Um, Is that something you want to go into or? Well, I played house up until 31. Meaning you, you like, were just. Like, you know, the monogamy thing and then you break up and you go out with someone else. Yeah, yeah. Serial monogamy. I was normal. I really was. And then after 31, what, what I were, got tired of working shitty office jobs, and I started to do escorting. I, that's so fucking cool. Like, I, I think like, there should okay, be a round of applause want, that you're so fucking cool. Like, I, I, mean, I just didn't want to get involved with another guy, play house for three years, and then just, you know, I just figured, well, why don't I just be wild in my 30s? No, totally. And I think, and I think, honestly, I think, I think society is shifting to a point where it, it's more acceptive of, I don't want to say alternate lifestyles, but alternate industries. I don't think in the day and age of fucking, I don't even want to get into stupid shit, but like terrorists and fucking horrible diseases and this and this and this. Who the fuck cares if, if, if someone's 
fucking safely and consensually oh, and you know, selling what there is rightfully theirs. Yeah, and, you know what I mean? Like, and, how can the government control you what to tell you to do with your fucking well, they vagina? Can't tax it. They can't, it's, it's, it's the same thing with weed. They can't control it. Whatever the government can't control, it's they, they want to destroy. It's because they can't tax it. You're 100% right. If, control the pussy. If, if the government, if the government made money on pussy, believe me, it would be legal. Like, same with weed. That's the whole fucking thing. They can't figure out a way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. any idiot can grow a, a, a pot plant. No, you totally. Know? And I guess any, any, I mean, it's, mo- look, most, it, what's, it's what makes the world. No, go totally. Have, um, have you ever really? been, have you ever been worried about the legal implications of it? You know, it really sucks because it really should at least decriminalize it. Well, it is you in know, certain the places, cash like and ne- the release, you know, Nevada. Fishing, you know, certain places are decriminalized now, right? I mean, it, like it, certain it, counties it, in Nevada, like that, and know, stuff like that, or it really, it really is decriminal, decriminalized, even without it being on the on the record. If you're just an independent working girl, you're not going to jail. I mean, unless you're a no, street, really. unless they you're a street you walker, days, right? Yeah. I think the mo- it's like jaywalking. <laughs> no, really, it's a, it's it's it's, it's a, a misdemeanor ticket. It, and and they treat you so much better in there. And not that I was inside ever. <laughs> Count my lucky stars. But uh, it, I think it's like you're in there for like a week or something, and they keep you away from the other women because you're not. It's not a violent. You're not doing. It's it's. it's and especially and like you said, you you're not. You were never a streetwalker, right? I never streetwalked. So what you I, do? I couldn't say I never did. <laughs> But but what you do but so what you do is fairly you're in control it's it's you you set the environment you set the price and it's kind of the age of the internet must have revolutionized the whole kind of escorting industry right because is it mostly done on like Craigslist and stuff like that now or well I mean there's there's advertising yes but when you start doing the movies or when that's when and that's why and that's and that's going back to why you got or, into porn or, because I mean or it would, when you start like or you start your business and I, I mean I hate the sound Sound, but it is. It's a business. One hundred percent. Yeah, and, you pay taxes and, and shit, it's right? Like, it's like you have the phone I mean, and the phone part, rings but. and you get referrals and you know, like uh, there was a time when I didn't even have to advertise. And now with the and the, so the economy, uh, the economy became what it was, and, and I, you decided I to, to go out there and you know, sh- you know, shake a leg to bump your price, basically, right? Well, it's just, it, it just, you know, there's just, there was, there's less money to go around. Really, that's that's how I look at it, you know. So, so how have you, how have you been liking uh, being on camera? So you've only been doing it's that like a, a year you know, or it's so, crazy. right? I still look at myself and I'm like, huh? Like, you know, <laughs> my hair, my butt, you know. <laughs> I love that your like, hair I'm, is the first thing you look at when I'm you're t- fucking uh, like. I've seen you on camera. I did some research for the show. I'm a thorough host, folks. <laughs> I'll tell you what movie to see where my I know my butt looked good. You know, like Big Mama, Mama Knows Best Number Seven. I'm like, look at that. My butt never looked better because I was doing Pilates. So everyone, Mama <laughs> Knows Best Number Seven is the one to see. Don't fucking waste your time with the other <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like she, she, she was just on her way to peaking, and yeah, no. But, <laughs> And I do got to say that it, it was the most fun research I've had for any guest so far, <laughs> except for Jeff Katz. I don't want to get into that, but well, he'll be here next week to talk about it. No, no, no. Um, so that's been totally new for you, right? Like, well, I'm out of it, and you're yeah, out of it I'm now. Done. Any anyone with, and it with that was a quick any, burst, and you were working with person. fairly high profile because, like, I'm a bit of a porn aficionado. You were doing, you did a scene with James Dean, I think, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So you kind of. Out of nowhere, how were you working that much and for that high caliber company? Well, any sane person gets in and they get out, uh, like like a year, two years, and you just, I guess, they have an eye and, and you walk in like like it's like a, st- a stable of girls that walk in. Sometimes it'll be a few, sometimes it'll be six, but they'll walk in these offices and they're it's like any other casting call. They just want to see you naked. You have to be able to stand there naked. 
it's kind of creepy, really. <laughs> and I had already been through it all, and I'm not I like mean, a yeah. kid. And I'd be next to like some 19 year old kid, and I just want to like take her home and. Put clothes on her and like yeah. give her warm soup and give shit. Give her right? like dental care or something. You know, I feel sorry for her. You know, I like that you go to dental care. You're like, honey, yeah. what you need to fix is your teeth, and yeah, then we I'm can talk serious. about these other. I mean, things. I got up and up close and personal, and it's just you know, it's I feel I. So I think that, they should raise the age of twenty one. I'm sorry. It's it's eight. I mean, it's eighteen, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's a touchy subject, but it's crazy. So you went it's from crazy. You went from I mean, one form of sex work, which it was it was. One on one, right? You and a client or whatever. Yeah, I think it, I, I, it, what happens is usually the girls do the porn and then they do the escorting. Yes, where I've yeah, never I heard think it backwards. I've never. And that's what I'm saying. No I, one wants to admit they were a hooker. That's what it is. Yes, they and all that's were whatever. And that's you know, why I think. Out with it, I don't care. And that's why I think I people really are don't. glued to this podcast right now. Not in the sense that like, oh, it's scandalous or this or that. You're talking so completely honestly about what people don't talk about, and I really think it's admirable. And not in the sense that like everyone should go out there and sell their fucking. You know, sell their body, but it's in the sense that you did it and, you, and you're owning it. You know what I mean? Like, and you have no, you don't really I seem just, to. I just know in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter. Really. Right on. No, totally. And, and, and bringing my comic book series in, it's, it, it, there's a serious theme over the comedy where it's like the, the hatred to, um, ultra sexual, to the ultra sexual, it really needs to come to an end. Cause it's really the last taboo. Well, you're right. And it's you kind know, of. It's pe- like, so have a red light district and just, you know. People always Slutty, talk about. You know, it's like it's it's sex. No, totally. You know, we're not slaughtering animals. We're not selling used cars. People always talk about racism. <laughs> people yeah. always talk about. People There's always talk a lot about. More wicked out there, you know. No, totally. People totally. always talk about. I'm sorry, racism and like uh, even classism or weightism, but no one ever really talks about. There is a cultural stigma against the overly sexual, and most people hear the word porn. Or especially the word escort, and they immediately would. Not most people, but there's a definitely large segment of this population in this society who look down on that immediately. Would That's you agree? It's a necessary evil. I mean, it really is. Well, I mean, I absolutely. I mean, if you can't have a 30 foot billboard of a 12 year old with lips that looks like that she's gonna blow you selling selling uh, jeans, and not have not have men well, have we, an outlet, well, that you means- know what goes on in jail. Absolutely, and our entire our entire culture is overly sexualized. But when it comes to actual fucking sex, we're all like, "Oh shit, that's we can't." It is very strange. It always blows my mind when that stuff. Like when you think about the porn industry, like the whole world on the inside is totally down with it, I feel like, because otherwise the porn industry wouldn't be what otherwise, it was. we wouldn't fucking be here. All of our... Guys, I hate to break it to you, everyone listening, but all of your parents, like, fucked and probably liked it. Even my yeah. own, which is sad to think but about. Even but, like, that, sex but, like, is, people sex are so down normal. with porn. People are down... But, I'm, but then we have... I feel like that's just this whole society thing... Where we have to project this image that oh no no I would have never watched a burger. And it's different. Yeah, in, it's different in other countries. Yeah. So be repressed all you want. Totally. The more repressed the world is, the more money may Victoria makes. That's true. Absolutely. And and the <laughs> most porn shops I've ever seen in my life is on I seventy in Missouri in the Bible Belt. There are porn shops everywhere Yeehaw. because no one's got shit to do. Yeah, man. Totally, sir. Brendo, you nailed it. No, so you, so you did porn for a year, and at what, and then, and then this is, I just, there's no other way to question it. How did that lead to comic books? Cause like, I'm in, I like, know, it, right? I, how did it? They don't I really, they don't really, they kind of seem, not necessarily mutually exclusive, but that just seems, like, it's a you know, fucking cool thing, but like, like how did one lead to the other? You know, it's like everything in my life. I just sort of get these ideas, you know, and I just go, I roll with it. Like, I should either have a peanut butter jelly and sandwich or become an escort. 
No, Either way, not roll with. No, I'm kidding. I was in a yoga class and I decided, you know, I'm 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 going to be a hooker. Really? Yeah. Like flat out, you were in the. <laughs> I was. I was at City Yoga. And so like, that's I'm a ringing advertisement for City Yoga, yoga everyone. If you want to. And I and I decided <laughs> that I'm going to be a hooker. And then and with the comic book, I'm trying to think how I, you know, well well, it's not like I just decided to write it, write something. I love writing. I love being creative. And it's frustrating, you know, write these screenplays. Nobody gives a shit. So, and then uh, I decided, wow, maybe I can write a comic book series. Maybe there's more of a democracy in in that world because there's a little bit of a crossover with the adult girls and and the comic book world. I mean, I don't really pay much too much attention, but when I started doing the searches, I see there's a little bit of a connection. as far as like every comic book geek is a horned up fucking. Well, they all have these big tits, you know. It's like right, right, right. I mean, there's that whole like like cosplayers and shit. There's a bit there like it is a. For for as like everyone jokes like oh we're all uh, comic book fucking readers are virgins and little kids it's a very over sexualized into look at a fucking Wonder Woman look at a, look at Power Girl for that matter look at every, that chick would fall down in a second like, like Power all Girl the comic Power girls. Girl's not even attractive her ass is so fucking big I mean Gen thirteen you know look at any Frank show some lady some of the dudes you know with like the, they have like this like speedo kind of thing going on <laughs> well, that's what I mean it's a very and it's and that's and that's what it's so been much for, you know but I don't like, but I don't think yeah. and most geeks probably wouldn't know to cop to it but totally like it's it's that comic books are as sexy i mean it's 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 women in in, in tight bodysuits and men with bulging muscles and there's always yeah. like fuck it you know what i mean so it's really not that far of a leap now that i think about it to go from adult to comic books right well i just thought i just got tired of writing projects and that i, I thought maybe i might have a chance and then i learned what it took to actually find an artist it's tough and, yeah. and expensive, right? Well, yeah. Like, I mean, how, what do you? So, how are you doing with? Uh, I guess you say, would you say you're on a limited budget because you don't have a fucking DC or Marvel behind you? So, <laughs> let's talk about your idea first. What, um, as much as you can, because you said you don't want to give it all away, right? Yeah, I, 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 I don't. Who would? Who'd want to steal it? All right, oh, so let's oh, talk about it. So, oh, wait, but power to you. You were in a yoga class when you thought about hooking. Where were you when you thought about this comic book? Gosh, I must have been in that bedroom of mine. Right on. So really? yeah, everything I don't know. goes. I can't remember. I couldn't tell you. I'd okay, so yeah, yeah. So so you. Um, why don't we talk about the idea? So it basically, you. It is you. It's your life. It seems well, like it right? has. It's, it has that kind of chronicle feel where you see like you know like satiring what it's like to be a a, girl, a gal in Hollywood, a wacky gal. Um, but I I think more it's it's now that I I took a ma- did a major rewrite after meeting real real writers. I stuck my leg out there and I found some writers and artists who'll pay, who'll take me seriously. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, and, and, and I got some great feedback and it's really more about this monster who kills sluts and whores. And it's not a monster like a serial killer monster. It's, it's a, um, a robotic monster. I, I, let me, can I just stop and say I've read, I've read, yeah. you, you sent me the treatment. Um, <laughs> and you actually read it? It is insane in the best possible way. Does that make any sense? Like if this well, comic, I mean, I if this comic book gets made, like holy shit, everyone hits to you. Have, <laughs> I become queen of the horse. Where did this come from in your brain? Like there's fucking Doctor Crankenshaft and like monsters and this and this and porn stars and like fairies and like it's ama- like it, it's so 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 ambitious. And I mean that is the it's highest compliment. Kind of, it's kind of crumb. I hope it's good. it's like crumb s. Absolutely, is that the way like to say mixed it? with almost like go. fucking like. Like Tolkien, there's like weird questy adventure, like mythology built into this Queen of All Horrors thing. Like yeah, I want to be the Queen Mother of them all. 
I really do. I want to get out there and hit the infotainment circuit, and and I want to do differently. You want to be known as being the queen of the whores. Well, That's I mean, like, why not? Because it's like there, there's so much hatred to the whole thing, you know, to the whole business, and. You know, every working girl gets older, whoever, who, who can go be public. And they, and there's a fair share of them. They're up in San Francisco. They always come out gung-ho about legalization, rattle I've, I've on about human trafficking. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, human trafficking doesn't have a fucking thing to do with prostitution. Because prostitution is getting paid. Human trafficking is slavery. All right? I know there's a connection because it's sex. With sex work, but people... But there's slavery. Everything we have on our, on our backs, the, everything that gets made... Has to do with fucking slavery. To those state, so don't like, say it about the state puffs. <laughs> Please tell me those are made like yeah, in a room of people who like volunteered to work on it. They were like, I'm a big Where Ghostbusters is this fan. Fucking thing made. I don't need to get paid. It's just... made in the USA. See, oh, there you go. All right, everyone state clap for yeah. Peter Venkman, everybody. It was not USA. made by a 12 year old Taiwanese boy. No, it was made by a 12 year old like American <laughs> boy. Probably no, I'm kidding. Um, no, but I, t- I, t- I totally know what you're saying. You know, in a world where, yeah, yeah. Why so, not? Why I'm, not own up to it and own up to, into it in the most major way? Like be the queen of all of them, almost. I want to you know be what the I mean? queen of the whores, and I want to go out there and I, I want to. I really want to urge women to stay away from the sex business. I know that sounds hypocritical. Yeah, we're, there's a bit of no, a conflictory message but in it, that. But it, but it has to be because the world wants the world wants to do good, and sex does not equate good. So and you want, it's not worth the hatred and the. It's you know, it's not the work. That, that, that drains me. It's, it's everyone around me that gives me grief. Really. I mean, cause I, well, look, I've had my, sh- my share of, of weird calls. I mean, I don't work nights anymore. What's the weirdest but, but, call? What's the weirdest, like, non-horrible, if that makes sense, uh, call you've ever gotten? Like, a well, fetish thing, not like something negative and dark. That's not good. God, there. I can't even think which one. <laughs> Please share. I don't know. I, you know, when it, it like when, people with weird requests and shit, it's well, like, it was, call me fucking grandpa and hit me with a fucking golf club. Well, well, when it was new to me, when it was new to me, I, I like did the whole pretty woman route. You know, you go to the hotels and you answer the phone at four o'clock in the morning. Cause you're gonna make really good money doing that. That's what, and, that, I, and, yeah. and granted, it was eight years ago and I had the energy for it and I could drink. You know, I just got a little older. I don't know, you either hit 35 or 40 and then you can't drink anymore. Cause you just get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you have to be able to drink and do the hotels. And that's really where a lot of the money was. Of the, of the, and that's past that's like the high, so I'm not getting, I'm not, you know, breaking any And that's the high class ones, as you hear, kind of, right? Or? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. That, but that's what they refer to. Class. I mean, that, you know what I'm talking about? That, that stereotype of like the, the ones who don't, who don't look like hookers who are unassuming and they're, and they're hanging out in the hotel lobby with a drink or whatever and like a businessman walks over. Some yeah, I, shit. I suppose that's I how it is. I just, I just walk in and I just get the evil eye because they know what I'm up to. Because I, I don't even out? know the guy's name. I forget, and I'm like looking for the number. And have they like, ever kicked you out of a place? Like they, no. they, they make sure they escort you. Like they immediately like the Bel make Air, you. As soon as you walk in the Bel Air, there's like top secret agents. You know, like it's like okay, you know. Because they're used to it. Because they're used to it and shit, right? They want to keep their clients under, like their fucking clients. Like if they have a celebrity, well, they, have, they have super people. There, if they have a celebrity, right? yeah. have, have you? Um, I don't know if you could talk about this, but have you have you been with many celebrities out here? <laughs> Whoa! Oh, please, uh, give me hints. Skeet Ulrich. Um, I mean, give me a hint. I guess I shouldn't just guess Skeet. Is there something you feel comfortable talking about? Or? Absolutely. Okay. Who? No way. Oh no way. <laughs> no chance in hell, my friend. You're like I will admit to being a hooker, but who I hook with is my secret. It's no, like yeah. doctor-patient you know, confidentiality. Right on. You know, it really wasn't a lot. I, you know, a, in, um. 
the celebrities, they, they like their young blondes. They really do. I mean, sorry, celebs, but that's, that's what you horn Sorry, want. celebs. No, really. I'm, 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 you know, <laughs> no, totally. Tiger Woods, you know, he liked all those kind of No, they were all like 18 year old chicks. Yeah, 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 and I'm totally. not that, and I never will be, and I wasn't when I started, so. Brendo might be that one day. We're working and on I it. I can't be like that. I can't sit there and just be like, hey, I can't do it. I can't. Maybe I could if the, if I were paid enough. <laughs> yeah. But you know, maybe if the comic book gets made, she'll put like secrets about which celebrities she's fucked, like in the no. word balloons and shit. You have to decipher it. I think it. that's so uncool, you know. To, to, to sleep and tell, as it were. It's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. That whole they what rats. I mean, it would. It's totally uncool unless you want to do it on this show. No, I'm <laughs> then it's the coolest thing ever. But they weren't really a lot. Okay, I can right count on. them on two hands. Whoa. Well, Brando just got excited over there. Um, <laughs> so, you, so this comic book is basically about um, a woman who, who without without knowing it, is is destined to be queen of the horrors, kind of right. Yeah, you know, like the theme where it's like the unlikely person becomes this this magical superhero that has the power to put an end to this slut killing fiend, like Rudy. You guys know the movie Rudy? I think that's exactly what those <laughs> I gotta are. look that up. Yeah. Rudy. Absolutely. Yeah, Rudy. Right. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> You're so quiet over here. I'm gonna start touching Brenda you. Brenda White. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's the thing. He recently, Brenda over here recently came out of the closet on this show. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Can, can, can we, shall I find out? Try to test him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. I'll give, I'll give play oh, by play. Derek's I don't know. Play. I have a thing for redhead. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, really? Brendo yeah. just got oh. turned ungay in no. 35 seconds. Who was calling this? I was going to say, like, I don't know. I didn't we'll know. talk after the show. No, I'm, I'm definitely... Uh-oh, yeah. Brendo. Okay, yeah, 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 absolutely. Let's just, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, Brendo, oh, this I'm is the greatest... I'm doing in a motherly fashion. This is the greatest is, uh, episode. Yeah, let's not... Absolutely. Yeah. Brendo, <laughs> Brendo, why don't you and Brendo talk for a second? Chat, okay. chat. You're so quiet. I tend to let Matt go... You know, sometimes he likes to. Can I scare you? I'm no, sorry. that's totally I, I, cool. I, I mean it. In, in no, it's all good, okay. brother. What are your coming from your background, as it were, a really conservative religious family? What mm-hmm. are your thoughts on 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 the whole sex work industry and like everything and the what you know you what I mean? Like, Be, like being queen of all, like <laughs> <laughs> queen of all the whores. What I do think you that's a good thing to aspire to. If you have something to aspire to, it sounds like you're really. <laughs> Want to do it? That's good. It's like keep the dreams alive. Yeah, right? uh, I'm, I'm totally down. <laughs> so, so in, in t- and to get to that, the first thing you want to do is put out a comic book where, um, basically, uh, the queen mother of all the whores has to stop this monster that's going around killing all the sluts in the world. And like, I swear to God, I I love your treatment. It is so fun and crumb and like just out there. There was one line. It was, <laughs> you're like, the news reporter said. Uh, <laughs> Two whores got killed in Brazil and a slut got killed in Russia. And I was like, this is the greatest comic book of all time. They're differentiating between whores and sluts. Like, what are the, uh, what are the different class systems? Like, what? Of course there's a, darling, do I have to explain this? <laughs> How old are you? I'm, jo- I, I'm Shame on you. Do you 26 get out of years young and I do never, I never get out of my fucking house. Right, that, ever. This is something I have to explain to you off, off, like, like, Uh-oh, this okay. is like a night of, this is, this is like a night of drinking. Right on. All right. So maybe we'll, I have to explain. I have to record it. Like that's my livelihood now. Jeez. Everything I do has to be recorded. So maybe. No, I'm kidding. Um, there is a difference. <laughs> there is uh, there is a major difference. I'm was, no longer a slut. I am a whore. <laughs> and you and the queen of all of them I, are I, hopefully I aspire, aspiring I to be. Aspire. You're like the duchess right now. I even looked it up. Like the trade market. You know, queen of all whores. <laughs> is it open? It is. 
Did you get like there the URL go. and stuff? Like grab all that shit. No, get yeah, t- I'm going to. T-shirts made and stuff like that. It's like Howard Stern's the king of all media and you're the queen of all whores. I, I want to have him crown me queen of the whores. Is that, are you a big Howard fan? Well, I mean, I, I, I love Howard. I grew up on him. Yeah, me At too, first absolutely. I couldn't stand him and then I started loving him. So, but, but you know, he, um, if, if it weren't Howard to crown me, who do you think it should, should it be? I think it should be Brendo on this very <laughs> show. I think we should come back. Really, well, you better get on the rush with Howard because he's only got like four well. more days on the air. I, I know. He's mad he's not going to make his billion dollars. I mean, Howard Brendo, Brendo will make a phone perfect. call for you. I don't know who else. Hugh Hefner. No, the crown queen. I see. I know. I think you should go the opposite route. Like, like someone have totally. Oprah. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> Oprah, the crown queen. The, the, the Pope. Gail, Gail King. The Pope or the something. Pope. Or like fucking Reese, Reese Witherspoon or like what, Jennifer fucking Beale. Someone random. <laughs> I Jennifer Beals. That would work, I guess. How about Kevin Smith? To crown you queen of all the horrors? I I don't know. <laughs> Miley Cyrus should I see there there's the winner right there. On live television in a pay per view from the Vatican. That's what you should aspire to. <laughs> what what other show is there other than Howard Stern like 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 the uh, there's like Opie uh, and Anthony. Bubba the Love Sponge is another Howard Stern guy. He's down in Florida. He does a lot of stuff like that. Um, there's like Opie and Anthony. Because uh, they have to be crowned. You know, the there's coronation. There's Kevin and, and Bean and here in L.A. Man cow. Mad cow in Chicago. Look at Derek up there. We, we're up on the radio scene out here. Um, so, but to, to, to achieve Queen of All Horrors, you first need to get a comic made, and you've got an awesome story starring yourself. Now, have you seen, has anyone done any art yet? Like, have you seen yourself drawn in comic book form yet? As I assume the character will be. Well, look there like was you? this one guy I met. I've met, I've met, I've, I've met maybe, I don't know, six or seven artists. And, you know, as soon as you tell them the budget, as soon as I tell them the budget that I have. And look, I, 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 I respect it. I know I have to pay these guys. And I wish it was and a girl. Usually I have com- yet to meet a girl. Comic books are usually... I don't think a girl's going to put up... Well, I think the average, and this is just like the average amateur rate is probably like $70 a page if we're talking about drawing and stuff like that. Like it's expensive to get a comic book made. It totally Look, is. I know. Whatever it takes. I have a little bit of budget. I cook. I clean. And I swallow. Well, there you go, folks. I mean, right. any... Fuck yeah. Really? Any okay. aspiring comic books, anything. If you like link... Really? If, I- if you've just read comic books, get involved in this shit. Please, a so what are, you, what are you looking for? Publishers, artists, artists inkers, letterers. I know a fucking letterer very well. I'm a good friend of mine. No, I'm, I'm sure he wants you to call. Yeah, I'm not joking. I know. Over. I've heard all the stories and like like how it works or whatever. You know, it's like there's the publisher that can get me to some guy out in Malaysia, and you know, as far as an artist goes, yeah, yeah, well, to be able to afford. Well, and I don't want to outsource. I'd love to hire someone here, but I'd, I also want to dignify someone so that they can be able to. Well, there know, seems to be two different. There, seems, food, there you know? seems to be two different routes in getting a comic book made so, uh, self-published. You can either get a publisher first, like pitch it to a publisher, and then they'll place the artist and all that stuff. Or the other route is to get the comic book made yourself, pay for the art, and then take it to the publisher, and then they basically just buy it for you. Know what I'm saying? And then I, they would pay for the rest I, of the issue. I've been hearing that they want to see artwork. They want to absolutely. See they want to see finished. I mean, I've even heard like like a first issue is not a horrible idea, or even you know what I'm saying. But but they definitely want to see artwork because they because they're marketing people and they want to be able to look at it and, and say, okay, this is exactly what it's going to be. This is what it's going to look like. This is how it's going to flow. We can show. I, I have a biter. I'm meeting him tomorrow. Uh. I have I have someone interested potentially into, yeah. into buying the comic yeah. book, yeah. but you're still going to need artists and stuff like that, right? And oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I mean, I'm 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 meeting people, but as soon as I tell them that you know, like, like, I mean, I have I mean, I'm making good money, but I mean, these guys are expensive. I mean, I mean, I, I really would love to go with someone who is who has the talent. I mean, I could share rights. I mean. 
But then that gets kind of like, you know, no one cares. Everybody just wants to get paid the top dollar. I mean, because most, most people don't have faith. I mean, and especially in the art world and especially in today's fucking world. Like, yeah, they need money beforehand. And, and you know? then, yeah, yeah. And, and, and although it is adult, it's, it's quite tame. It is, and that's it's the very thing. very tame. And, it, and they hear this mainstream, and I just want to put my head through a wall. It has... It, not that it's mainstream, but it's not that spooky kind of weird sex story. No, no, no. It's and not. It, there's no. There's no. There's barely any. It is no in more. It. it is no more risque than uh, Stripperella or Barbed Wire or any of the other kind of adultish comic books that have come out. The Max is fucking crazy sexual. Like this is. This is just kind of yeah. Use the word whores and sluts a lot, and the, you know what I mean. But there's no like penetration shots. No, no. That I been, read. Maybe I've been to any conventions yet. I haven't. I chickened out. I was gonna go to the the, the Long, Long Beach. Long Beach. I, was there. And I didn't have anyone to go with me. I See, uh, I go to all the conventions. See, and then I you'd have to, to cosplay. Beach. Oh, dude, you could you could write like 50 million comic books. You dress up like Jean Grey or shit, or like fucking, oh Jean Grey, totally. That's what I mean. Some red-haired comic book vixen, and it's over. You've got your own company. Yeah. And then say that well, swallow like line. You like, need psh, to go to the May Victoria Con from now on. And, yeah. I mean, all your artists and like just your amateur artists and your semi-professional people looking for work, they're all there. And there's a website called like Deviant Art. I mean, there's a lot oh, of... Yeah, I've, I've been, I'm on there that's, a lot. But you go to like an artist alley I at a convention and you'll find a hundred artists that will, you know... And you'll find like-minded people who are in the same boat. You know what yeah. I mean? You'll find an editor, which is really big. You know, and it's exciting to meet artists because you're, you're looking at their work and it's like, it's, there's a whole world to, to a person's artwork. Absolutely. And no it, one's ever the same. It's, it's incredible. And I mean, I, I love, I, I, I'm not, I'm taking my time, you know, cause I mean, there's artists out there, but I really want to go for an artist that really has you know, Absolutely, and it, I can imagine it really it, understands the world I'm trying to go for. And I can imagine it kind like the, of the comedy that's in an art. No, absolutely, yeah. and I can imagine it kind of similar to the last thing. Almost, like it's a casting process. You see all these artists, and you're almost casting them. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, so so I'm it all, waiting. It all I, comes I have full a few circle. writers, but I'm waiting. You haven't found the right one yet. No, it's the comedy. A, a lot of a lot of the comic book art that I see out there has a very film noir, if, if I'm saying it right. Yeah, and they have it's very serious. Uh, or, or very of that DC comic without any, dare I say, comedy. And and I want to get that element in there because it is very bizarro and funny. Totally. And you wanted something in the vein of like the Crumb Books or, or, or like the fabulous that. Furry Freak Brothers, some of the old that. like 70s kind of mad. Like you said, you were a big mad fan. Oh, totally. I would love that. Any of that Who kind are of you? Who's ab- out there? Absurdist. Any email like absurdist me. artists out there? Yeah. I mean, do you want to give out some, some info yeah, about yeah, how people can get in touch with you? Okay. May at May Victoria. M A E, right? Yes. The, yes. Sir. My A. Yeah. yeah, yeah. May, May at May Victoria. <laughs> Who's and out there? Whoever's out there who, who, who <laughs> thinks they can fit the bill. I mean, she's given a ring. It's mayvictoria.com. There's been a ringing endorsement. Yeah. And you have a website, and you said you started a Facebook too, right? I did. I have two I have two people who like it, me and my writing partner. <laughs> Help me. You guys can you poke better. each other all night long. <laughs> Please. <laughs> out there, so, like me, okay. <laughs> and I mean, and I, and and, it's, and the title is Queen of the Horrors. Queen of the Horrors, and I don't on Facebook. And I don't think I have ever heard of anyone from porn getting involved in comics. There was a girl. There was a yeah. girl recently, but she was burlesque and she did uh, nudie nudie pictures. Right on. But I mean, you know, I'm the but real, not in my I'm the real I mean, deal. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, uh, yeah, you've got the story to back it up, right? I mean, I can't imagine anyone not. Yeah, you, it's it's legit. Like you've, yeah, yeah, well, totally. I, I took my I took my hand at writing it. I mean, I'm not a figurehead, you know, in any way. Um, it's 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 definitely a, a beautiful script because because of my writing partner Jeff Miller. Every tramp, 
who wants to get her story out there should have a writing partner named Jeff. So all you all you tramps listening, find, hook up with a guy. All find you Jeffs him. and all you tramps, find each other in the night somewhere, and you'll make magic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So the next step for you is is just to get it made, kind of right? You're well, just... I'd love to talk to publishers, um, artists. I mean, even writers. I mean, or, or or anyone that's involved in the comic book world, fans. Um, so it know, seems like you check look... out my free porn while you're at it, because I know you will, you animals. And, See what uh, you're getting let's, into let's there. Take yeah. it, let's take it from there. Yeah, I mean, no, totally. And, and and it seems like you know, you know, anyone. It seems like you're looking for someone young and kind of hungry and enthusiastic. So you know, yes. if if you just if you're someone listening to the show who just like I know we have a lot of listeners actually specifically. Do. I don't want to name them, but who do do art and they haven't ever done a comic book. They're always saying, "Hey, man, let me send you some art." This I would might love be to see that. this might be a chance for like some people, you know what I mean? people who aren't jaded by the oh. industry and worn down yet are just enthusiastic and want to work. You know what I mean? So yeah, all you artists out there that are this is your up chance to yeah yeah know, chance to get it. involved in something special here. It sounds like you know yeah, it, and, and it ain't not, your average fucking Bendis book. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I'm not, you're not doing thought bubble things, well, are you? Well, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm and I'm not interested in it being this the 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 classic look. It can it could be that art house kind of. Feel. Absolutely. So you're saying you're you're looking for all kinds of artists. It sounds like like and so don't if you're yeah so if you're thinking like oh my shit don't look like fucking uh, Justice League or whatever don't worry because it sounds like you're looking for something different which would I think would fit with this story. You don't want conventional. Nothing about this story or your story for that matter is conventional. So why should the art in the book be? It's so long yeah so long as it has a sense of comedy. It has to, it has to be funny. It has to have the joy to. The laughing. art does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. What's funny art? I know. I look at it and it's like, like how do you I, describe I it? Because <laughs> I have no. I know, I know when it's not funny. If that makes any sense, I know. When well, I, I like your description of like art crumb and Mad Magazine. Yes, we're we're like kind that. of cartoony. Is that a is that possibly a word to, that kind like of. not photorealistic, not very anatomic and at an anatomical like American or like, Splendor? Well, that a lot of that. That kind of shit, caricatures almost. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. So hey, so, whatever whatever you got, even if it's a fucking stick figure, dude. She said swallow. <laughs> send that shit in, yo. Uh, May thank you. Very very thank much you for being here tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brendo, yeah. thank you for being here, sir. Oh, thank, thank you. Golden I'm, Apple Comics. Work's going to suck tomorrow. Why is work going to suck tomorrow? Because it's like be... fucking 4 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. You have work in like an hour. Oh, what are you going to do about that? Uh, what, what's your excuse? If people are like, why are you late? You're like, because I was up talking to a porn star hooker comic book writer. <laughs> I'll have you know. <laughs> totally. Totes. Totes. What do you think they'll say about that? Uh, I don't know. And then you just pull out a picture of your dick and be like, I'm out, guys. <laughs> that's how you quit, man. Yeah. Um, so, no, uh, thank you to Golden Apple Comics uh, once again, folks. we got a lot of really cool stuff. Now, coming up next week, uh, our our friend is coming back again. Jeff Katz, you, you didn't get enough of him, folks. I like to call describe Jeff Katz as the geek Tasmanian devil. The Tasmanian geek devil. Or, or fucking that. I mean, semantics here. But that, that dude, like, oh, we only got to speak to him for a brief time on the Top Cow thing, but he was like... Amazingness unleashed. Incredible. He's I got crazy, sto- crazy stories. And you will hear some crazy, crazy, crazy shit. stories. And then coming up after that on the twenty second, uh, for those here in LA or those listening, we have got Team Unicorn coming on the show. Yeah, which is uh, Claire. Let's see if I got this. Claire, Michelle, Riley, and Mylin, who are uh, the girls behind the Geek and Gamer Girls video that everyone's seen yeah. that went crazy viral. It was a spoof and, uh, of the Katy Perry song, and it'll be right after the debut of their brand new video, which will be awesome. It's That's like Girl Power Month at the fucking Smod Castle. Look yeah, what you started, man. So you started this. You're starting to on a roll here. We got to put a wig on Jeff Katz or some shit to make yeah. this thing. 
consistent. Ladies no, and then and then, and then and then we got a New Year special coming up. Uh, no guess, but me and you are going to give our top ten lists of the year, like we always do on Bagged yeah. and Boarded. Uh, we got a lot of really really cool guests coming up in the New Year. Some cool giveaways, folks. If you're in LA, check us out. Check us out on smodcast.com. Check out the other, the other Fred Entertainment podcasts. Don't forget our Twitter feed. Twitter feed. I'm at uh, Camel Toad. And I'm at Brendo Man. And don't and, forget uh, Derek Armijo, D E R C I K A R M I J O. Because he's. Go. I have to spell it, man. It's all ethnic and shit. People won't know. And honestly, uh, if you're in LA, me and D- DJ D Rock from this show, folks, have a brand new show starting this week. Called Popsicles, reaping the entertainment industry. Let me try that again. Called Popsicles, reaping the entertainment industry in the back lot. Uh, I'm excited. Me and Derek are going to slaughter pop culture on this very stage. Derek, what do you think about that? It's going to be awesome. Show up, please. (laughs) That's your. Please post what you tell them your um, Winnie the Pooh RoboCop story. When I was a kid, I had uh, RoboCop and Winnie the Pooh on the same VHS tape. And uh, I wrote on the label The Derek Show, hoping to s- that I would put it in the VCR and it would just show up on the tape, but it didn't. And what was the tag on that? What was it? What? And what, well, how did you finish that little statement? And you were like, on Facebook, what was that? I don't remember. Oh, you fucking ruined it. You were like... The show was going to be a lot of me telling stories and not having endings. And not... <laughs> so if you like stories without endings, if you like to make your own endings, folks... If you want to see me melt down on stage from complete stage fright, come on down on Saturday night. <laughs> All right, You're sweet. Awesome. So that's a ringing Featuring fucking the endorsement. Featuring of DJ Brendo For popsicles. And Brendo's going to jump up in the booth. And folks, uh, check out bagboarded.com, cameltoadproductions.com. As always, uh, we got goldenapplecomics.com. We got purple-tree.com for all your fat stoner awesome hoodie needs. Enter code boarded for a sick discount. I heard, uh, Sarah said she's been getting a lot of orders and shit. So people, people Thanks. dig the Matt Cohen style, yeah. man. What, what can I fucking yeah. say? Um, I'm a sp- I need the new hoodie. hoodie. I'm on hoodie number I'm three. I'm a sporty cat. You're on hoodie number three. Yeah. Uh, so again, folks, if you're in the Smodcastle area, check us out. Uh, other than that, stay fucking beautiful, folks. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Brendan Creasy. It's been bagged aboard. It's been real. What? Uh, bagged and boarded. Live. Find more funny shit like this at Smodcast.com. There's so many to choose from. There are so many to choose from on the Smodcast Podcast Network. On Sundays, it's me and Scott doing the classic Smodcast, the show that started it all. Mondays, it's me and Ralph Garman doing Hollywood Babylon. There's so many to choose from. Tuesdays, you get a double shot of goodness, man. Malcolm Ingram's blowhard, as well as Red State of the Union Q&As, our podcast show about our forthcoming movie. There's so many to choose from. On Thursdays, drop the gloves with the puck nuts, the same guys that bring you Tell Em Steve Dave on Fridays. And don't forget on Saturdays, Jay and Silent Bob get old with me and Jason Muse. There's so many to choose from. You could try some shows that aren't so regular, just happen every once in a while, like Highlands, a people history, where me and people that grew up in the town I grew up look back at the town we grew up in. Smarriage at Smod Castle, where real live people get real live married by real Rev Kev, that'd be me. There's so many to choose from. Smodimations, that's where me and Scott are drawn as cartoons. They take 
little sections of Smodcast we've done and animate them, man, and make them even funnier somehow. And if you've ever been to Smodcastle, then you've met Matt Cohen, and Matt Cohen has his own show, Bagged and Boarded, which is also now at Smodcast.com. There's so many to choose from. I know. You keep telling me, man. But did you know that most of the podcasts at Smodcast.com are recorded live in front of a studio audience at Smodcastle, our theater out in Los Angeles on Santa Monica Boulevard between Wilcox and Cole? There's so many to choose from. Scott, even at Smodcastle, there are so many to choose from. Every week, you could see Malcolm Ingram do his show, Blowhard Live. You could see me and Jason Mews doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. You could see Matt Cohen doing Bagged and Boarded. You can come see Tom Green do a show down there. You could see me and Mosier doing the occasional Smodcast 3D. There's so many to choose from. That's right. For one low price, 100 bucks, you could see every show. That happens in Smodcastle for a month. Every show you go, you get that basically comes down to be like four bucks a show. I mean, come on, you can't get a better deal than that. Go to smodcastle.com slash smodpass for the smodpass, or just stay right here on smodcast.com and listen to any of the shows that we throw up there free for nothing because we love you. And guess what? There's so many to choose from. That's right, Scott. There are so many to choose from. Smodcast.com. There's so many to choose from.